Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Quote the other day, it actually wasn't a quote, it was actually something that my mentor said. Visionaries create the future and lead people to it. I can't tell you how many times in the past week I have actually restated that quote to people that I've worked with during the week, um, meetings that I've been in. And it was funny because it reminds me about a story years ago and how it relates to what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast. So I have seen this happen numerous times where a business owner or a leader in a business, manager in a business, thinks that they need to know everything and do everything And in order for them to have more power in the organization or to really show up as a leader and as an owner. And the the truth is, (laughs) tongue-tied here, the truth is, is that's really not the case. A lot of people think it is. And I've seen a lot of managers who actually will take really good talent that is that surrounds them that that you know people that work for them people that are in their department or whatever really good talent and completely diminish it cut them down dim their light um only to make themselves look better and i just think that that's just crazy but the truth is is that i so many people in businesses whether it's a small business or not, it happens. It happens a lot because people feel this, as I said, so many people think that if they don't know the answer, if they don't know how to do something, but someone else does, that it's going to make them look bad and look less powerful. And I'm doing air quotes as I'm saying that. You know, it's just like I have this limiting belief. I have it. I'm admitting to it. I'm human. We all have them. But I have this limiting belief that, you know, I'm a business consultant. I've built my business from scratch. I've helped other people build businesses. Um, Many people build businesses. Um, But I don't have a master's degree. And that is something that it's it's something that bothers me. It's something that um, that has bugged me forever, you know, because there's a lot of business consultants out there who have a master's degree. So in my mind, the fact that I don't have a master's degree, I feel like I need to work harder or I felt like I needed to work harder, push harder, learn more, be more, do more because I didn't have this master's degree, which is really kind of silly, right? So years ago, because the truth is, is the degree doesn't really matter. And what I've learned is that over the years, the more real life experience I've had, 
the more I have dug in and seen all the different parts of business, like that's not something that a master's degree can give you. Like, I mean, yes, you're going to learn all kinds of really great things that will help you to manage a business, run a business, build a business, um, do whatever you're getting your master's in, you know, be a better engineer, you know, whatever. Um, it will help you to do it more, but nothing beats the school of hard knocks. Nothing beats the school of real life experience. And over the years, I've learned that. I've learned that it doesn't matter that I don't have that, those, you know, higher education. That doesn't matter. What matters is the transformation and the results that I get for people. Okay. So how this relates to what I'm talking about with business owners and leaders in businesses, managers and businesses feel like if they don't know everything, if they don't know how to do everything and someone else knows how to do it, then that's going to make them look bad. And if they don't know everything and they don't know how to do everything that they need to they need to learn and they need to be completely in control because they're the manager or they're the leader or they're the business owner. And as I said, it's just not the case because what happens is you end up diminishing the talent that surrounds you. You end up focusing, you turn the focus completely on yourself and away from the people that work for you, the people that are that you're surrounded with, the people that are probably really good people, really good talent, you don't utilize it. And then that in turn does end up building up some resentment and you also become the bottleneck. So I'll give you an example. Years ago, I was in, I was still in corporate America. I was a new manager um, I was managing a marketing department that I had built. I built this marketing department from scratch. And I had this young lady working for me, this young woman. And she had she had a marketing degree. Um, she had just gotten out of school. And she was wicked smart, wicked, wicked, wicked smart. And we were working on, this was way, this is in the Wayback Machine. This is when Google Analytics first came out. I mean, this is in the way, way, way back machine. So she, she was looking for some stuff to do. As I said, she had just started. And I remember my friend who was actually the director of operations at the time. She said to me, she said, well, why don't you have Maggie do the analytics for you? Why don't you have her pull the reports and do the analysis and then give you the information? And I was like, I remember saying to myself, saying to her, I can't do that. And she was like, well, why not? And I said, because I have to know how to do that. I have to do that myself. I can't have somebody else running the report and doing the analysis. Rich, my boss at the time, is going to think that I don't know what I'm doing if I give him this report. Then he's not going to like me. Then he's going to go to Maggie. And, da, da, da. and I remember going through this like five minute thing. And I remember my friend looking at me and she said, Teresa, the point of being a good manager, the point of being a good leader is surrounding yourself with people who have skills that you might not have or have, you know, maybe they had the same skills as you, but they, theirs might just be a little bit stronger. Surrounding yourself with people who can 
get those really good results. Surrounding yourself with people who can do this type of work so that you can focus on doing the things that you really need to be focusing on, like growing your department, like looking for new marketing opportunities, like, you know, whatever the next thing is being, you know, coming up with a strategy for the next private label product that we're launching. And I remember those words carried forth with me extremely, I mean, they, they resonate with me every day. Um, and as I look around and I see these business owners and these managers, and I, I, I see it day in, day out when I talk to people, when I'm working with people, that they feel like if they're not the ones that are doing the work, if they're not the ones that are completely in charge and in control, or I should say in control, then it's going to make them look bad. And then if they're a manager to the owner or to their manager, they're going to look like they don't know what they're doing. And the reality is, is that it's exactly the opposite. Just like I was so bent out of shape because I didn't have my master's and that was going to make me look bad. It's the exact opposite. It's that real life experience. It's those skills that I've learned over the years, the skills, the knowledge, the experience, um, from failing and getting back up, from helping other people that have failed to get back up and to keep going and to build these dreams that they've had, to build these businesses so that they can continue making a difference. That has more to it than just having a master's degree. And surrounding yourself and getting the people that report to you or the people that work for you to do these amazing things, to be able to use the skills that they have, the skills that their their special gifts, their zone of genius, to do things faster, better, bigger than maybe you could. In essence, that will make you look better, or it's not even a matter of making you look better or making them look better, but what it's a matter of is how can you collectively use those gifts and strengths to, number one, make things better in the business, number two, grow the business faster, number three, even to come up with solutions and innovations that you maybe couldn't have done before, or maybe you, if you were trying to control everything, those solutions and those innovations would never come about. The truth is, is that you don't have to know how to do everything. And you also don't need to discredit the gifts and the talents that your team has just because you think it's going to make you look bad. And I had a conversation with someone last week, and we were talking about some people that work underneath her, some people that work for her. And I remember her saying, I can't have them do that. That needs to be me. And I asked the question, well, why? And she said to me, because I run this place. So therefore I need to know how to do, I need to know how to do this. And I need to be able to do it first before anybody else. And it was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Not at all. You need to encourage these people and guide them to be able to develop those skills, 
to do these things again, faster, better, you know, bigger than you could do. Because what ends up happening then is number one, it's a healthier culture. It's a happier culture. Number two, you are getting things done potentially much faster and more efficient and effective than if you were trying to control everything because there isn't that bottleneck. You're not squishing the energy. You're not preventing things from moving forward. Okay. And number three, it's freeing you up so that you can focus on the things that you need to focus on. Managers are not intended to be firefighters. Managers are not intended to be teachers of tasks. Managers are not supposed to be the be-all, end-all for everything. Managers are there, leaders are there, to make sure that you are investing in your people by allowing them the autonomy to be creative, to explore new tasks, to be a part of building the business. That is your role. It's not to be, like I said, a teacher of tasks. It's not to be, um, to be the be all end all and, and everything starts and stops with you. It's not what it's about. And it's really, it's really unfortunate that a lot of businesses, a lot of business owners, a lot of managers and businesses believe that this, that they need to be the be all end all, that they need to be the person who has to do everything. So I encourage you to look at your own business and say to yourself, am I being that control master? Do I have that belief? And even if you don't own a business, if you're listening to this and you're just a manager, think of, you can think about this as well. Am I preventing people from shining because I want to shine instead? And take, if that's, if you can see that that's maybe what's been happening, almost like take a flashlight, like you're taking a flashlight, and instead of shining that spotlight on yourself, shine it back towards your employees, the people that work for you, the people that work with you, and let them do the things that they're really good at. Let them do the things that will help move the business forward faster. Let them do the things that really they're probably better at than you. And think of it like this. When they shine, everyone shines. When you encourage them to do the things that they love to do, everyone wins. That is how we're able to move businesses forward, not send them backward. So again, I encourage you, you know, if you are looking at your business and you're saying, oh my gosh, I've been the bottleneck. I've been trying to handle everything myself and no wonder stuff isn't moving forward. I encourage you to look at your team, look at your team, look at the people that work with you. Maybe even think, oh my, we don't have the right person here. I need to, I need to find the right person to fill, to fill this place, fill this spot. Look at that and say, how can I let go of doing these things that I've been doing that really I shouldn't be doing? How can I shine the light even brighter on my team, 
people that work for me, you know, or even the future person that's going to be working for me? How can I shine the light more on them so that we all win, so that we all are making a difference? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is a little bit of like a riff on some of the things that I've seen um, I, and it's, it's something that I've seen for a very, very long time, but it seems to be coming up more and more recently. And whether it is the aftermath of COVID or whether it is just, you know, with everything that's going on in the world and just the repercussions of it. But here's the deal. You don't have to be the be all end all and for everything. You don't have to be the one that has to know everything. It's, it's impossible. What you have to be is you have to be the guide to allow people to rise to their highest potential, to allow people to develop their skills, to be creative, um, and to collaborate with each other and be a part of making the vision happen and, the, and move the vision forward. So thank you for joining me. And until next, next week, have a great rest of your week. And remember, Visionaries create the future and lead people to it. Your focus, your focus should be on creating that future and then leading people to it, not doing it and leaving people behind. All right. Have a great rest of your week. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get, you know, five stars, it, it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners' lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review. And also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.